Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. Any grievance is a good grievance, and my guests and I will complain with you. We will sing the song of the wine. We will wine with you. Ah, me, 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 me. Everything is annoying. We'll sing with you. So send in your complaints, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, title in the Luxury Lounge. We're doing it over Zoom today. We had, you know, as you know, I did an alone episode on Monday for the J Train Podcast, and now I'm here with my guest that I'll introduce in just a second. But before we get started, I want to thank you for being a listener of this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. Thank you for letting the townspeople know. And and if you're listening right now going, why is he thanking me? I haven't told a single fucking person. Okay, maybe you should. I consider that payment. We also have sponsors. Listen, if the sponsors help you then go for it. Have at it. We have many sponsors that are are that are there to give you free money. That's what it's all about. So that is one of those things that I'm like, I feel confident going, here's a sponsor. Give it a shot if it helps you. But if not, and I understand that you might be listening going, none of those sponsors help me in any way possible. Well, how are you going to pay? You can tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. You can even make it your Instagram story, which... Ooh, does that feel good? When I see you tag me in your Instagram story with I love the podcast and you guys should all listen, it feathers my nuts. It feels like you have taken a big giant feather from a peacock that is hinting at something from a peacock. And I'm hinting at something later that we're going to get into. And you're taking that feather and you're going from anus to the tip of my peen. You're going up the, the seam of the balls, <laughs> up the pee-pee, and then right to the tip, and then back down again. That's what it feels like. It feels good, okay? I'm just letting you know. And these are metaphors, and I'm trying to paint a picture. I'm not actually taking a peacock feather um, publicly and doing that. I do that in the privacy of my own home. So, listen, if you want your complaint read on the Luxury Lounge, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com, title of Luxury Lounge, Shelby, our our lovely producer goes through all the emails. I'm gonna before we get into our guest, I'm gonna be in Boston this Saturday. There's a few tickets left. Uh, the Wilbur Theater. I added a show. I took a chance. I took a chance, people. I did the first show. It sold out. They go, Jared, do you want to do a second? And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a big. You know, that's. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to be in a big theater with ten people. Well, that's not happening. It sold pretty well, but we're all, now I've gotten close to the mountaintop, and now I want it. I'm getting greedy. I, I want the sellout. So if you're out there and you're in Boston or the Boston area, come on out. Assemble the group chat. There's still tickets available, jaredfree.com. I'm also going to be in Miami for Thanksgiving and Virginia Beach um, in December. So jaredfree.com for tickets. Very excited for today's guest. First time in the lounge, but not first time on the podcast. Uh, they've been on the podcast before. Hilarious comedian. They have a special, again, I told you I was hinting at something with the Peacock. They have a special on Peacock right now. It's called Lovejoy. Joy L. Johnson, thank you for coming on. 
Hello, Jared Free. Thank you so much for associating Peacock with that Peacock feather. I'm sure they're going to be right. very happy about <laughs> that association because I know I am. Well, listen, no one's going to forget now. Here's the thing. We have to kind of get you have to like you got to give someone a little bit of a stomach punch to get them to go. Oh, I felt it. So now they know if they think of Joyelle, they're going to go. What streamer is it? No, Peacock. I remember Jared's balls. I remember. <laughs> feather, feather, feather. Yes. Yeah. How are you, Joyelle? Uh, what's going on? I'm doing great. I'm crushing it. I went to the Black Panther New York premiere this Stop week. Stop it. Yeah, I went to the Black I, Panther premiere. Hold on. This is, this. I didn't even know this. I'm so jealous. I'm a huge Marvel movie fan. I, I have to say that. I'm, I, I never got into the comics. I was never a comic book guy, but... In once the movies started connecting and becoming about this bigger thing, I started to really get into the Marvel movies, and I, that actually leads me to my complaint. You you might have spurred a new complaint because um, <laughs> I I am a huge fan, and I and I I go I read up. You know, like if there's a new character, I go like Google search. You know, the history on the character. What? How was a movie premiere? Tell the audience what's it like, and how did you get invited? Are you? What? What? What was the story behind it? Okay, so I um Amber Ruffin is a friend of mine who yep. also has a fabulous show on Peacock. We were both nominated for Critics Choice Awards. Yeah. Yes. So she hit me up. She's married to a Dutch man, and he does not care about American celebrities or pop culture. So she was like, I want to bring someone who cares about this. Right. And she called me and was like, do you want to come to the Black Panther premiere? I was like, bitch, what kind of question is that? Do I want to come? What are you talking about? So I was going crazy. Like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do my hair, my makeup, all this stuff. And it was on Tuesday. It was in New York. Um, it was fantastic. I mean, all the black, every black, all the blacks were there. It was the blackest. <laughs> It was the blackest, most beautiful thing in the world. I was in the same aisle with Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> the red carpet just says all the blacks and big uh, in a big sign above the red carpet. This way. That's it. Just black excellence left and right. Um, Ryan Coogler was there, obviously. I saw Lupita. I saw Denai. I saw Letitia. It was fantastic. Who did you mingle with? Who did you, did you who did you talk to that you can report to the J Train podcast audience as being cool or not cool? We we like hearing, you know, give us the Give us the goods, Joyelle. Yes. Okay. I definitely talked to Winston C. Duke, who plays Mbaku. I'm a huge fan of his. Is he good? Is he cool? He's super duper cool. He's super tall. I just wanted to stand next to him because you know I'm tall, Jared. For your yeah. listeners, I'm five foot ten and a half, and I definitely had on some four and a half inch heels. So I was like, yeah. I want to see how close I am to this man's height. And oh man, he's he's a good six six, I think. Uh, really? Yeah, because you know you know everybody's little, Jared. That's the like thing. all. Well, they, this is the thing I care most about when I go and meet someone who's famous, it's how tall are they? Are they a mini horse? Because a lot of them are mini horses. I say this a lot. You know, Shetland horses, ponies? They're Shetland ponies because Shetland pony has the same like structure as a regular pony. All the muscles, it's just miniaturized. So when you meet like someone who's super famous, you go, oh, they're in incredible shape. They have the head of like what I see on camera, but the body, you're like, and, and it, when they say the camera adds 10 pounds, it's like, that's why these people are the ones you see on, they're tiny. Like, they have to be that little. They have to be that little. And he was 
huge. So I was like, yes, he's big. And right. he, that's how big he looks on screen because they put all these fur on him. And he's just a massive man. And we talked and we danced together for a little bit. Dance. That was so much. Yes. Is he single? I know you're in a relationship, but like, you know, what? what's the dance? How does the dance start? I mean, th there was definitely some eyes there. I, I'm not gonna say anything. If he if he got a boo, I'm not sure. But he was like, "You look amazing." I said, "You look amazing," and we were just complimenting each other back and forth. Oh my god! Yeah, I was I in a like date. I, I feel like I'm E News right now. I'm getting all the the goods. Okay, so anyone else? Busta Rhymes, Busta Bust what? was there. My one of my top five favorite rappers of all time. So here's the thing: Amber loves me because a I'm messy, but also b I'm a very good time at a party. I'm yes. Joelle's gonna be at the bar. Joelle's gonna be on the dance floor. You know, Joelle's gonna be mingling, and I'm I also love seeing celebrities. So I'm not gonna be the person that's like play it cool. I'm like, oh my god, there's Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my god, there's Gil King. Like I, it's a true I'm in it. It's a true lesson for life because it's like, you know, who gets brought to these things? The ones you can just, you know, bring to the event and let them go. Let them go. They're going to have fun. You don't have to take care of them. They're going to have a smile on their face no matter what. Like, you want – it's okay to be impressed. It's okay to have fun at these and, like, be like, I'm the kid in the candy store. I'm the one w who's wide-eyed being like, what the fuck? It's Winston Duke, you know? Absolutely. And uh, so Amber and I stayed till the absolute end. Okay. And Bus Buster Rhymes was there. So it was just us and Buster Rhymes chatting at the end of the thing. And I told him, I was like, look, the first time I met you, you stepped on my foot and you said, I'm sorry. And he just <laughs> laughed at me. And he was like, yo, shorty, I wasn't expecting you to come at me like that. Um, so yeah, we just had like a chat session with Busta at the end and he I had some, it. he had some black girl foundation makeup on his white Balmain leather jacket. And I was like, Busta, you got some foundation on your jacket. He was like, don't worry. I got a guy for that. We go downstairs and the dude that was standing by the, um, his truck was like, he was like, I got something on my jacket. Dude comes over with a baby wipe and some cleanser Come and on. cleans off Buster Rhymes jacket at two o'clock in the morning. Buster Rhymes has a baby wipe guy. He like, has a baby wipe guy. That is, that's when you know you've made it. Like that is the top level. Oh my God, I want a baby wipe guy, but I want him to present it to me as I go into the toilet because that's where I need baby wipes the most. Here you go, sir. You can enjoy, enjoy your poop. Enjoy Sir. your poop. Enjoy your poop <laughs> and your very clean taint. Um, right. Yes, Buster Rhymes has a baby white guy. Um, I, you know, I chatted with a bunch of people. It was fantastic. I met a queen who told me she was technically a king of the Congo, and she had a scepter and a lady in waiting. Um, it it was on. a lot going on. There was a lot going on. So I'm so happy you went to this. Um, I'm like, I I think this is the coolest. And my last question about it is how's the movie give us a non-spoiler review was it did you love it because i love the original you know the first black panther i was such a huge fan i i want this like i need these marvel movies to be good so please i'll, I'll is it amazing it's phenomenal and black people i mean you know we're like we need we need black panther to be right. good not just marvel <laughs> we need black panther to be right. good.
Ryan Coogler knocked it out of the fucking park. It's phenomenal. You're on the edge of your seat. I'm like, I'm I mean, so it was happy. funny because there were so many black people in there, but nobody was really shouting at the screen. It was very dignified, but I was trying. Like at one point I was like, let's go. Like I, I screamed that out at one point because I, I mean, the villain is fantastic. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. It's, oh, it's so phenomenal. I'm so and it happy. pulls at your heartstrings as well. Oh, the, the Chadwick Boseman, you know, I think everyone's like waiting to see how do they handle that and because he passed away. And, you know, the it is interesting that you said that you're like, you know, black people go to that movie. And they go, this has to be good. This represents us in a certain way as as unfair as that may be. That's I do understand that in a little bit like. If I if there was like I don't know if there was a movie of like you know Jewish Panther, <laughs> you would want Jewish Panther to be good. I want it to be good. Passover Panther. Passover Panther. <laughs> yes, I I would go. Please God, please be good because I I have to answer to this a little bit. I I which isn't fair, but that's just the way it goes, right? That's the way it goes, and I just remember the feeling of seeing just the dark skin because they even make a reference to Fenty beauty products in the movie, and they make a reference to my foundation and Fenty is Fenty four twenty. Shout out to anyone who knows that who listens to J Train. I don't okay. know why anyone. <laughs> They're out there. Yes, but it's like that for me is like. Seeing references that represent me, it just right. brings a tear to your eye. But I kept it together because my makeup was beat. That that <laughs> that girl whooped my ass, as Alex English told me last night. Um, my face was looking amazing, so I kept it together. I did not cry. Um, but did you post pictures? Was, I, I'm gonna post them today. Actually, I was okay. waiting on the New York Times style <laughs> section. So, oh shit! So, listen, people. If you want to see Joelle's pictures, and if you want, I mean, obviously, you're gonna to want to see Joelle's comedy. She's so funny. The specials on Peacock. It's called Love Joy. Fantastic special, nominated for awards. Just an amazing special. At Joelle Nicole on Instagram. Going to be tagged up all over my stuff. Uh, before we get into our complaints, I'm, uh, this podcast is sponsored. Uh, when you use the bathroom, we just talked about using the bathroom, okay? When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right, Joelle? You close the door before you, after interacting with your baby wipe person. Absolutely, yes. Right. You don't want a random person looking in on you, so why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Your internet service provider sees every single website you visit. Doesn't that make your heart pound a little bit? You're like, oh, what did they see? Then they sell your information to ad companies and tech giants. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. ExpressVPN works on all devices, phones, laptops, and routers, so everyone on your Wi-Fi can be protected. I, I love ExpressVPN. I use it. It's wonderful. It's easy. I am a tech dummy. Um, I wouldn't use something that was too difficult to use. I have an easy time using it, so I think you will too. That's why I use ExpressVPN. When I'm on the road, I know it will keep you secure anywhere. When I'm using ExpressVPN, I know I'm getting the best protection. It's like having a junkyard dog, junkyard dog, that was hard to say, with, with me online. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. If you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash JTrain today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash JTrain, and get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash JTrain. Joel, you ready to complain with me? 
all day, son. Okay, let's do this. Um, I'm going to do my complaint first. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, Joyelle. I have a few complaints, but it's in one. I mean, first of all, I keep rubbing the bottom of my leg. I I think I tore my hamstring working out today. Oh no! It's and this is my complaint. I'm old. We're we're old. We are old. I went outside I did this four zag workout four zag is the trainer that I always pimp out there I tag him go follow four zag I love his workouts I get done with it and I'm feeling it and so I was like you know what I'll do I'll do I go to this field out by the west side highway I was like I will do sprints and I'll go there and then I'll walk back so it'll be like a relaxed sprint that I could do a bunch of so I was like I'll do 20 sprint there walk it back sprint there walk it back i put on some pump up music and then here's my complaint i'm too self-conscious i am out there there's people on the field it's a gorgeous day i'm literally i do the first one and i can feel the back of my leg tighten up and i'm like nope just walk it back and i walk it back and then i did like a a quick change of direction if you're on youtube you can see the type of change of direction you can see how athletic I am so I I did a quick change of direction and then halfway through the second sprint I felt it and I like wanted to lift up like I was in the movies you know how that happens when you so in the movie someone tears their hamstring and to show it they lift up and start running like one of the legs doesn't work anymore but I was like I can't do that I'm not on a professional football field i'm on the field on the west side highway with a bunch of babies running around i'm the old chubby guy who can barely sprint so i was just like i can't be seen i'll just keep going so then i just kept going and i think i injured it more because i kept going now i'm walking around i did 10 more sprints even though it hurt and then i tried to stretch out and i was so self-conscious that i was like don't even stretch out. I was like, dude, I don't need someone. Because I just kept imagining someone going, yeah, yeah, look at hamstring. He's never done a sprint before. He's never done one before. Look at that loser. Do you know what I mean? And he got titties. And titties. <laughs> right. Look at that titty loser. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like a prison to be a man. Right. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I used to work out super duper heavy and all those pulls on those hamstrings, that's really important. You better, boy. I'm, I mean, I am hurting. I'm going to take the, the, what is the, I have the gun thing. Theragun? I got a Theragun sent to me. Them Theraguns are crazy. You feel like you're getting beat up by somebody. Right. right. Yeah. You're going to need that. Oh. You might also need to go see a professional. I might need to. I mean, I just, I had this thing in my head where I was like, I, I think... Injuring yourself as an adult is embarrassing. Like falling on the stairs, pulling up with like a, a like a hamstring, 
Like when I see like an adult with a broken arm, I'm like, what did you, what were you doing? What were you doing? What were you doing? Don't you know you're old? Don't you know you shouldn't be doing those things? Don't you know you shouldn't be doing sprints? You're not, you're, what do you, who do you think you are? A pickup game of basketball with your old ass. Sit down. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I don't uh, participate in those things anymore because I am old. I don't jog. I will walk briskly. There you go. I like a good power walk and a bicycle, but jogging or sprinting, sprinting. Hell to the no. Ain't nobody (laughs) sprinting over here unless you want me to do a Jackie Joy to Cursey movie. That's the only way. I will act like I'm spread. I'll be like, look, I'm a yeah. jog like this and y'all speed up the camera because no. Let's go to, let's go to your uh complaint, Joyelle. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, Joel, go ahead. All right, my complaint, I'm tired of all these people that got too many children for them to deal with, okay? Mm. I feel like if you got two parents, you should have two kids tops. I think we should put a cap on it because when people got three and four kids, it seems seems chaotic because you're outnumbered, you know? And this is especially important on a fucking airplane, okay? Mm. When I went to Greece with our friend, Matchmaker Maria. That's right. And on the way back, I was sitting in front of a family that had four boys and the littlest boy was behind me. You know how babies are on airplanes, just right. kicking my seat, throwing things over the thing. He, he's trying to play with his um, iPad. The volume's going in and out. I mean, he's just interrupting my whole entire flight. I'm exhausted. At the end of the flight, mm-hmm. we get up to go. I'm already pissed off. I'm ready to leave. I dropped my cell phone. So the second oldest boy picks up my cell phone. I was like, thank you, sweetie. The baby starts kicking me Mm. just out of nowhere. And I turn around and I'm like, excuse me, your child is kicking me. And the father goes, well, my other son found your cell phone. No, 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 no. What what does that have to do with anything? He was like, yeah. So I was like, so your other child can kick me? And he was like, yeah, I mean, haven't you ever been a kid? I was like, now you're pivoting. I don't know what's happening. Just stop your child. But then him and his wife like joined forces to come against me and were just like, you've never been a kid. What's wrong with you? I was like, what y'all need to do is just stop your little badass child from kicking me, okay? And then they tried to make it like, oh, she's an American. Americans are rude. I was like, Americans are rude? You can't control your kids, okay? Right. Y'all got too many kids, this, and it's not my fault that y'all have four kids to two parents, and you don't know how to control this little badass. And I bet you he stopped kicking me, though. He definitely what, stopped kicking me. Right. Well, you know what? What's so frustrating about this is like they're so self conscious about being considered a bad parent. That's not what you're saying. You're going. This isn't that deep. This is stop the kicking. That's all I care about. Just stop the kicking. And your kid has been – and here's the thing. It is an admission that they knew their kid was being annoying the whole flight because you were asking for one thing, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back, but 
You weren't saying, and your kid has been this and that and this. They took it to that spot. Because for them not to go stop the kicking, you know. Uh, baby boy. Baby boy. You know, uh, Euro. You know, like. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Giannis. Everybody's Giannis. named Giannis in right. Greece. <laughs> Giannis, cut the shit. For them not to do that and to make it into this bigger thing, you know they're going we think that this person thinks we're bad parents. And it's like, no, no, no. I hate any parent that takes it out of, makes it about, oh, you don't get it because you don't have a kid. No, I get that my shins are getting kicked by your child. That's all I get. That's all I care about. That's what I want out of. My 41-year-old shins are being right. kicked by this <laughs> extremely powerful two-year-old. I was like, "What right. is? does he have on Timberland boots? I didn't know what was going on. I was like, is this a hate crime? I don't know what's happening. And they just tried to make it like I was the problem. And I was like, just stop your kid. I looked him dead in his eyes. I was like, yeah. shut up and yeah. stop your kid from kicking me. That's right. all I want. You and he was like, the conversation's over. I was like, it sure enough is. Right. Oh my God, I would be horrified. I, I mean, I would like the idea that them giving you your phone back, which is what a human should do for another human being. Like, you're not like tallying up a score to, you know, to make sure that you can kick someone later in the day. That's the way, right? <laughs> yes. My other kid gave you a, a, some glass of water, so right. the little kid should be able to spit in it. Like, right. what? No, that's not how it works. This isn't. Yeah, no. But well, I stood up for myself, and I definitely was arguing with that dude on an airplane. And I think that is the moment that one of his boys probably fell in love with a black girl. We'll be bringing one home. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Bring You're welcome. Bringing back Joyelle to Mykonos. So listen, people, go follow Joyelle at Joyelle Nicole on Instagram. The uh, special is called Love Joy. It's on Peacock. You ready to read some emails? I cannot wait. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge, Time Change, Jared, Feather Feather. Been a faithful listener for years, so I'll get right to it. I've been on an Alaskan cruise for the last seven days, which has been amazing. I have unlimited Wi-Fi, but we've changed time zones twice, and my phone doesn't register the changes since I don't have self-service. I'm constantly having to look at the World Clock app to figure out what time it is in the current city. This may seem like a minor inconvenience, but when you're trying to figure out what time to go to dinner, leave for an excursion, or go to your spa appointment. It's super frustrated. I just want to be able to look at my Apple Watch or my phone and trust the time. Thanks again for all the laughs. What do you think, Joyelle? Listen, I was on a cruise ship from March 7th to March 14th, okay. 2020. Mm, um, oh, my God. So the fact that I wasn't quarantined at sea, I'm thankful for that. So right. I can't even world clock. I can't even conceptualize that as a problem. Be happy you ain't quarantined on a boat right. <laughs> in I mean, Alaska at I mean, the end of the where, world. Where were you? Uh, where was the cruise that you were on? I mean, if anyone, if you don't remember, that is like, you know, twenty March 14th, 2020 is like the due date to get in the house before everything shuts down, right? Yeah. March 7th was the last day that they let cruise ships leave. Oh, my God. And so our cruise ship left and our cruise ship was seven days. It was the Joko cruise. I don't know if you ever been on the Jonathan Colton cruise, but it's a fun no. nerd boat. So that was a seven day cruise. The 14 day and the, the three week cruises, they all got quarantined at sea. They didn't let them come back in. And our at cruise sea. ship, yes, they had to so, stay at sea for like a, a month. Come on. Did they have enough 
food and water? What did they do? They, I don't know what they did. That wasn't my business. I got my <laughs> behind back on the 14th and got to New York and the shutdown happened that Monday on the 17th so by the skin the, of my teeth. So on the boat, and I do understand this person's complaint. It sucks because you're sitting there, you become so accustomed to your phone that you're like, that's your clock. That's how you judge the day. That's how you- Yeah, I don't wear a watch. Right, and I, I wear an Apple watch. So like if, if, if Apple goes down, I, I don't know if it's night or day. So I, so I do understand, and the idea that like you now have to be put face to face with how dumb you are every time you look at your phone. You got to like, okay, so it's plus two hours and minus three and military time. When you were on the boat, and it's leading into this, you know, are you saying like, was there like, did you feel like, oh my god, we're not gonna go? Like, were there rumors on the boat, you know, leading up to that? Like, were people like saying? We're not going to ever go back or that we're going to quarantine here. We did not know what was going to happen because I did not have a limited Wi-Fi. So shout out to this person for having right. unlimited Wi-Fi on a cruise ship. <laughs> right. I wasn't paying for that because I think that shit was like $100 a day or something like that. So I was like, I'll just be present in moments. And every time we got Wi-Fi, it would be like the NBA shut down. And we'd be like, the NBA oh. shut down. Oh and, and, then, and then we'd go dark and then it'd be like, Tom Hanks may or may not be dead. And we're like, wait, what's going oh on? Oh God. And so, it, that, so that was the weirdest part of just getting the sporadic Wi-Fi right, announcements right, right. from um, the thing. So it, it just, it, it's just unbelievable how hooked we are on the phone that like, and, and we've become hooked on a lifestyle. And that's kind of what this person's talking about. It's like you land somewhere, you expect your phone to, to, to update to update when you land somewhere it used to be oh set your watches to the new time now you land somewhere they don't even say that to you right oh so yeah they used to say that on airplanes right remember they'd be like set your time they you know they say the local time but they don't say it in the same way they used to say it and it's like that's how much the world has changed so when you go to these places where you're like back in time you're like oh my god like I, I'm living like it's 1995. And yeah, like I need you, a Casio watch. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Joel Johnson at Joel Nicole. Go follow on Instagram right now. Love Joy. That's the podcast. Luxury Lounge. Dual shower head dilemma. Okay. Feather, feather. I recently moved into my dream house, part of which includes a beautiful master shower with dual shower heads. The shower is set up that the two heads merge to become one luxurious water stream. It is not set up for two people to shower separately. The issue, there are two control knobs, one per shower head, so I spend the majority of my shower adjusting each to make sure the two streams are the same temperature. Why wouldn't the builder put in one knob that controls the temperature for both heads? Can I take a shower without one side freezing and the other side scalding? Thanks for providing a safe space for me to vent about this true luxury problem. Sincerely, a mom who just wants a warm, relaxing shower. Joy L. Johnson, what do we think? This is this is horrible. 
thousand percent on this person's side because I just moved into my first luxury building and we have a dual shower head and one is the rainforest and the other one is the spray but they don't go on at the same time and then when you try to turn the other one on it's freezing so it's like you'll have the nice hot shower then you want to switch and then that's freezing and then also I can't adjust the rainforest head and I'm sitting here like so I just have to stand under the rainforest I I can't go to the back of my shower so I completely feel this person that is so annoying and I'm a, a big shower temperature person because I like warm showers and right. I need I need I need the water to be even because that's the point of also, having a dual shower. So I get the thought process of the builder is like, well, what if you want one head on and not the other? It should be that there should be three knobs, one for one. One, one for both two pressure knobs and one temperature knob. Exactly. So it should go on, on, you know, temperature knob. So I, the, the issue, I have this in my shower. My shower has a hot and cold knob. So what you have to do is become this temperature chef where you're like, I'll do a little bit on this side, I'll do a little bit on that side, and then you feel it, and you go, no, 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 I'm gonna need a little more there, and a little more there, and it's like, I don't want to have to do this every single time I get in the shower, and it's every time, and now I kinda know where it should go to, but I don't know for sure, so I I go left heavy with the cold, and I go left heavy, slight on the hot and it's like then I forget which one's hot which one's cold so then I go left heavy with the hot by accident I end up burning my skin it's a disaster yeah my shower just has one for the temperature so I just turn it all the way up right get it hot feel it and then turn it down before I get in the shower because I just know that you know, it's going to be scalding hot, and then I can just adjust from there before I get in. But why, what is the thought process? Like, I can't understand. Like, we all are on the same page here. You, myself, this emailer, we're all like, hey, give me one knob that makes it easy to make sure everything at once. Like, if any, to be honest, all the shower knobs should be outside the shower. Mm-hmm. I've seen that be, before. Right? Sometimes they do it where it's on the left side of the shower and all the heads are on the right side, so you can turn it on the left side so it doesn't hit you. But, like, you should be able – I want a control station next to my bed. I want to be able to roll over in bed, hit a button, have it go to the shower, turn it on at the right temperature. That's the way it should go. The idea that it's get in and then turn it on – in what world are we signing up for the shock therapy that we have to do? Absolutely. And you know, when you go into hotels and the glass door is like so far in, so you have to like reach all the way in to turn it on. And it's like, how? So I'm going to burn myself or I'm going to get cold water on my hand. Like, right. what is happening right now? Because I definitely do not get in and turn it on on me. Hell no. I, I'm outside. So it should be outside. The controller right. should be outside of the shower. It you are correct. It's as if these people who make the showers have never showered in their lives, right? Like, you want to go, how do you do it? Like, you you know, the thing about being a builder or a contractor or whatever is, like, you have the ability to do, like, anything. Like, you can you, – you go to a contractor's house. They got all – they always want to show you. They're like, no, 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 look it. I put the buttons on the outside of the shower. It's like, why wouldn't everyone have this? Why wouldn't you do that for your whole design? Yeah, no, I feel that person. That's 
annoying and first world luxury problems. That's right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If life came with a user manual, things would be easy for everyone, but it doesn't. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent can make you feel uncertain. Therapists are trained to help you learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing you'll get to a user manual for you. I think BetterHelp is such a wonderful toe into the water of therapy. I'm going to speak to the people who are new to therapy. If you're if if you've done therapy before then you know how BetterHelp can help you and I hope that this offer can help you in your therapy journey. But here's what I'll say. I'm a person who is very new to therapy and I know when you go when you Google therapy, you feel like an idiot. And BetterHelp gives you an actual marketplace. You can do it from your home. You can even have the camera off on your, you know, on the telecommunication device. So it is a way to get you to like, just take a taste. And I think it could be very helpful. So BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and chat therapy sessions. You can choose to not see anyone on camera. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be it couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless search for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% on your first month at BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. That's BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. People, what an opportunity here with Joyelle Johnson at Joyelle Nicole on Instagram. Go follow immediately. Love Joy. Fantastic special. It's on Peacock. Make it your date night, your Sunday on the couch. Do it now. Luxury Lounge. Restaurant breakups. Ooh. Jared and guest. Thank you for the haz and a safe zone for this luxury complaint. I'm currently going through what is the worst breakup of my life with my favorite sushi and hibachi restaurant. In my most recent takeout order, I found a small roach in my (gasps) hibachi dinner. Oof. Oh, no. Being in a very suburban area of central Jersey, I do not expect these types of infestations to be a thing, let alone to find it in my food. I was disgusted, horrified, so angry. But more than anything, I felt betrayed and heartbroken. This has been my favorite restaurant for almost 15 years since I was a wee teenager, applauding them at every turn. Not only did I have a horrible night feeling sick to my stomach, but now I can never trust them again. How can I? The owner was so apologetic when he called the next morning asking my boyfriend and I to come in so he can make it right and give us a special dinner. She writes, no thanks in parentheses. This is the worst breakup I've ever experienced. Please give your wisdom on getting over this and getting the confidence to move on to other sushi restaurants after being burned so badly. Signed, Mama Roach. What do we think? Mama Roach. That's a fantastic... Um, okay, first of all, you ever had to break up with a restaurant? Um, I've had restaurants close on me, you know, a bunch of restaurants have closed since uh, COVID and that has Mm -hmm. been quite heartbreaking. Um, but also it was funny when I heard it initially, I thought the restaurant was going to be in New York and I was like, yeah, a roach in New York. That sounds about right. I also want to know what kind of roach was it like? One of the water bugs, or was right. it one of them little nasty ones? Because that's really disgusting. I've I've almost ate some terrible shit, but honestly, I would chop it up as a mistake. I mean, I I get it, 
And I would definitely take a free meal. Um, I would right. definitely, but I get how they're put it off by it. it, but I eat out so much that, I mean, I've never had that happen to me, but I could see that happening. And as long as they're apologetic about it and they offer me a bunch of free shit, if it's my favorite restaurant, I would go back. Here's what I would need. I need the owner. I don't need a free meal from the owner. I need uh, proof that they've had the the roach control, the pest control at the premises. Just give me that proof that you've because I can understand. I mean, I I mean I don't understand a roach in my hibachi dinner, but I. <laughs> Had teriyaki sauce on it. Oh right, no! Right. Oh. And and here's the other thing: like a roach could blend in. Like you might have picked that up with like a ah. I I mean, it, but here's the thing: roaches. Like ha I mean, I think we're more understanding to roaches because we live in New York City. It is kind of like a part of life. Like I see a rat run by on the street, and I go, and I'm not even phased by it. Like we in my building, we have a courtyard, um, and rats literally can run up the walls. And you're like, and you kind of see that and you go, oh, I guess rats run on walls now. Like I, I like I had no thought of like, wow, they're, they're running up the walls. Like I never thought to myself like, oh, they could climb up to my bedroom. Like I, I just was like, I guess rats can run up walls. Like I guess rats are spider man now. So I, I think we are probably more desensitized desensitized exactly what i would say to this person is i would go to the owner and i'd be like i just need peace of mind that mm -hmm. you have had someone take care of the roach issue i need someone to go you are roach free and then right. i need that repeated once a year to get me back <laughs> i need once a year we're gonna have a holiday you're gonna send out an email i'll be a part of your email once again we are roach free. And then I also need I also need a sign on the door uh, next to the entrance where the host stand is. I need a days since last roach, roach call. <laughs> but isn't that what the letters are? <laughs> just I just need every day I need them to take that number and put it and I need to see it just because we are here now. We are in a post-roach in my fried rice world, and I need some things to make me come back. So I would say that I would have this person write a, a strongly worded letter. Here's what gets me back a customer of 15 years. And I would say Mama Roach, I would say I would write a letter. As a customer of 15 years, I need a few things before I can come back and sing the praises of your restaurant because I want to. And you would think if a restaurant finds – if someone finds a roach in the restaurant food, you would hope they would go, we got to do a roach cleanse. We got to figure this out. And if they won't do that, then I think you can mentally feel better about your next place. Right. And they're also in Jersey, so I'm sure it is right. probably not another close – Tabachi place like we're thinking like oh go to right. the one down the street because we're in new york but i understand how heartbreaking that has to be but i'm definitely getting a free meal jared i'm right. getting a I'm free roach free meal yeah i that is a good point that especially hibachi steakhouse those are hard you those are tough to come by and they're so delicious like it's that is my favorite dinner out is when they cook in front of you. And, and it isn't like every, you know, you can find a sushi place, but you can't find when the guy's wheeling up to you and making that 
you know, that volcano in front of you. So that's the toughest part here. J train podcast at gmail.com. I keep J train podcast at gmail.com here with Joyelle Johnson at Joyelle Nicole. Go follow on Instagram right now. How about this? Um, another rat complaint. Luxury Lounge, gym rats. Jared, I'm writing this from the gym locker room and I am so annoyed. People need to stop asking to work in with me at the gym. They can patiently wait or do something else in the meantime until I'm done. I don't mind if someone asks how long I have left, but I am absolutely not sharing the machine equipment with you in a COVID monkeypox world. Monkeypox is a good point because you get it from rubbing your skin on things. Yeah. I haven't been in a gym gym in a long time because I work out outside as I just talked about how uh, my fat titties, you know, pulled a hamstring earlier. So, <laughs> yeah, but I, I never really thought about it until they mentioned it here. It absolutely infuriates me when people do this. I wipe down everything before I use it so I don't need your sweaty ass or hands coming over and dirtying it up between my sets. The only time it would be more uh, be remotely acceptable to ask someone to work in is if it is the only item of its kind and the person has been hogging said item for 30 minutes, but not when I have been using it for 10 minutes max. This happens to me frequently, but today I've had enough and needed to write in. To make the particular instance from today even worse, the man smelled like he came from the depths of hell and he wanted to stand right next to me while he quote-unquote worked in. Absolutely not. I say no every time and I'm not sorry. I can't explain how mad this makes me love the pod XOXO. What do we think? Listen, no is a complete sentence. Boundaries are real. And you're not even, I don't know if you're even going to be using it for 10 minutes. It's like, I might be here for three, four minutes. Go do something else. Go right. work another muscle. <laughs> is this a big gym? Like, just go use the thing next to me. And then when I'm done, switch. I don't even know why you'd want to do that. Especially now it's like sweat swapping and right. wiping down every time. Because those people who has to work in, they don't wipe down. They don't, they don't wipe down. Care. They, don't they don't care. care. They have no phobia of any germ or monkeypox or whatever. I agree with you. I'm going to blame the gym. Here's the thing. Okay, so I used to go to Barry's Boot Camp a lot. Barry's Boot Camp is a group fitness class, and what they do is half the class is on the treadmills and half the class is on the quote-unquote floor doing weight work, okay? And every class is different. Some you'll do 12 minutes on the treadmill then 12 minutes on the floor then 12 minutes on the treadmill 12 minutes on the floor you, you understand though like they, they split up the class so you go back and forth between treadmill and floor everyone in the class wants to be treadmill first mo most likely they want to get the treadmill out of the way so they can finish on the floor because usually it goes treadmill floor treadmill floor do we understand this? so now um when it first opened they would just be like, it's a 12 o'clock class. And people would get there at you know, 11.30 so they could be in front of the door. To It was like running of the bulls. They'd open the door and people would fly in to try and get the treadmill that they wanted. And it became so stressful because you'd have to get there if you wanted to show up to a gym class, you want to get in the, you want to get there at 11:59 and be out of there at 12:59. Like so what it did was you had to plan your life around a 2-hour gym experience because you're like, well, I don't want to get there and have to go on the floor first because it will ruin my experience. So now what they did was they created a whole web platform where you can 
literally click your name on a treadmill so you know what you have now. So this is about expectation versus reality. So if you expect to maybe miss out on a treadmill, you get there earlier or you go to less classes. If you expect the treadmill that you've signed up for, you get there right on time and you have your treadmill and you're free of this problem. Now, why do I bring this up? The the gym has people that use machines for upwards of an hour. Because of cell phones, people treat a bench as if it's a literal bench. They treat the chest like it's their toilet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're swiping on Tinder and shit. Right. And listen, as a person who's openly addicted to my phone, I am that person sometimes. I'm the one sitting there on my phone getting lost in TikTok in between sets. You, every gym, above every piece of equipment should have a five-minute timer. No one should be on a, on a machine for more than five minutes because when I'm really working out, I, I time in between my sets. You're supposed to get a sweat. You're supposed to, this is an active thing. I would have a timer for five minutes. The minute that goes off, you're off the machine. Next person up. Because if that happens, it gets rid of the people working in. It gets rid of the person. And now the person who wants to work in with you that smells bad can look and go, oh, there's two minutes left and I'm next. We have the technology. We have the ability. It costs zero, like 10 cents to buy a bunch of timers and put them up against the thing. There it is. Now we've solved the issue. Right, right to your gym. You better be invoke your inner Karen and go right. to the manager and tell That's them right. they need to handle that because that you are correct. That is the gym's fault and that would make the gym experience better for everyone. Or you bring your own timer and you put it next to the gym. You get a big timer. You put it next to every machine you work on and you tie, You do a five-minute countdown. You go, I'll be done in exactly that amount of time. You just point at it. You right. don't even say a word. You just say point. Boom. See? It's counting down. You'll be all right. <laughs> Stand away from me. You stink. Yeah, I'm, I'm right? feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yeah, but definitely them working people, get out of here with that mess. And I love what you said. No is a full sentence. I love no it. No is a full sentence. I'd be I in therapy. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Joelle Johnson. The special Love Joy nominated for awards and shit. Emmy? Critics' Choice Award. That's, did you go to the Critics' Choice? You went, of course. Oh, yes. I went to the Critics' Choice Awards. That was, And that was the first award show that everybody was like back together. So it was like, I was just breaking my neck. All the celebrities were in the building there. Oh. I'm a, I had fun. I'm so happy about that. And I, I, I keep thinking of the Black Panther. I can't believe you've seen it already. I'm so fucking jealous. Ah, thank okay. you. <laughs> Love, you Love that. Commit to a whole donut. Mmm. Let's dive in. My workplace will bring in donuts for someone's work anniversary or for other special occasions. My issue is when I go to pick up one of the box. My issue is when I go to pick up one, go to pick one up the box. Get it together, Jared. My issue is when I go to pick one up, the box is full of cut up donuts. This is annoying. People seem to only want half or quarter of a donut. Not only does the box now look like vultures rated it, but I just know people have handled these with their most most likely dirty fingers, and it makes me definitely not want one that was cut up, so now my pickings are very slim. Why can't people commit to a whole donut? Thanks for listening, your gluttonous colleague. What do you think, Joyelle? I am one of those people. <clears throat> 
I am definitely a half donut person. We are all one of these people, but I agree with this person's problem. Yeah, I totally understand because I'm thinking about it like the hands, because if I'm going to do a half of a donut, I'm going to take a knife and a fork and cut it and try to take a piece and not be a creep. I'm going to make sure my hands are clean, that type of situation. I can't eat a whole donut, boo. So if I commit to a whole donut, half of that shit's going in the trash or I'm going to like see my coworker that I like and be like, yo, are you also a plain donut fan? Would you like half of this plain donut that's going to choke you out? Yeah, I think so. That's that's a weird spot, but I understand the complaint. But I, man, I cannot commit to a single donut. I just got into a committed relationship, so my commitment levels are very tenuous. Joyelle, once again, it is the big corporations turning us little people against each other. Because you're right. Nobody wants a full donut at work. Nobody wants a food that makes them want to go take a nap while hugging a pillow while at their cubicle. No, donuts are home, in the dark, on the couch, in my cozies types of food. Shame food. (laughs) Right. We don't want shame food at work. These people bring in these things and we all go, I just went into Betches. Betches, I do the UA podcast there. I walk in, they got three boxes on the kitchen table. There's a box of brownies. There's a box of uh, cupcakes. And then there was a box of brownie-looking cake. Okay? So I walk up, and I do what everyone does. What's this? Of course I fucking know what it is. It's a fucking brownie, Jared. You know what it is. So I got to go, what's this? And then someone's there to give me the whole lowdown on the buffet that exists out there. And, And one of the women, she goes... That brownie is delicious. That cupcake stinks. And this is like a flourless cake. I don't know about that one. And they almost became my like dessert Sherpa. Like they taught me the way. And and I literally go, okay, I'm having the brownie that she gave a full recommendation for. I'm having that. So I had one brownie. I had a full brownie. I ate it and I said, man, I did not expect to come here and get led astray. I didn't expect to, I expected, I'm, I just had a protein bar. I expected to be like, I don't need anything. There's nothing, I'm going into a workplace. There's nothing that's gonna phase me. And then she goes, I'll split the flourless cake with you. And I was like, fine, because I need to know. I need to know. And it's like, I got done with that. And I was like, why is this here? Why did this need to be here? Why do I, I don't want this here. I came here to do work and feel good. And now I'm leaving here going, I just went to fucking Krispy Kreme. Yes, yes, yes. I think it should all be those little minis. I like the mini, those mini cupcakes. What's her name? Maria M. Melissa. Melissa. (laughs) Maria Melissa, (laughs) Massachusetts. Um, I like, I like minis. So like mini donuts, mini little cupcakes. Like let's do little bites. I, I like a fun size right. candy bar. I re- I know you was cracking on fun size candy bars for Halloween, but I love a fun <laughs> size. I, I've never been able to eat a full Snickers. Are you a monster? Have you you've been able to eat right. a full Snickers bar? 
I could eat a full Snickers bar, but I would never. Like, I just wouldn't be able to. It, it, it is a mental thing. It's not about being able to. It is all mental. That's the same reason we cut up the donut. It's the same reason it's all mental. We, th- we don't think we deserve it. But also, like, stop bringing these things into work that make us not be able to work. You know, there is a physical aspect to getting through a day. And it's like when you put out these, like, obstacle courses of foods, like, of course we're going to cut them up. And then, yeah, let's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs, no compromises. I So I have never used Nutrafol, but they've been sponsoring this podcast for a long time. You know who uses it? My mom. And she loves it. She, I she she is a repeat customer. Every time she runs out, I've become her neutral pusher. She loves it. She sees a difference. She's feeling growth and less thinning hair. And Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's multi-targets. Uh, Nutrafol multi-targets the root causes of thinning, thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three to six months. Nutrafol is trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men. Oh, so they have it for men now. And entering the promo code FEATHER to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, promo code Feather. Okay, people. Get involved with those offers. Uh, we're here with Joyelle Johnson at Joyelle Nicole on Instagram. Go follow. It's all over my Instagram. Let's do I think we got time for one more. Are you ready? Absolutely. Let's I'll give you the choice. Okay, you ready? Yes. Dealer's choice. Um gentle reminders. Scooter on sidewalks or gift giving at work? I think I'm going for that scooter on sidewalks. Let's do it. I feel personal. I was just talking about that. I think I know what they're going to say. I live in D.C. and the sidewalks are already small. As someone who walks everywhere, people who ride scooters on the sidewalk drive me crazy. The app literally says do not drive on sidewalks and we have bike lanes everywhere. I swear, if I get whizzed by and almost knocked out one more by one more scooter, I'm going to lose it. My best friend was mortified last weekend when I shouted, scooters are for the road, guys, to two men riding practically side by side on the sidewalk, but I don't give a fuck. Late, uh, so what do we think? The side-by-side motherfuckers stress me out. I hate when bikers do that together as well when you're in a specific bike lane. You ride side-by-side. I don't even like when couples hold hands. Fuck off. Get out of the way. Especially on a busy street. And they'll take up the whole sidewalk. I just don't understand people that take up the whole sidewalk. And if you're on a scooter, because I have had times where I needed to put my bike on the sidewalk, you slowly... Go past people because you're walk like, I, I don't I don't want to. Sh- yeah, you walk it or you go very slow because you're like, you're shocking someone when you whiz by them. Also, you might get clothesline, bitch. So right. take your ass in the street with it. I, I can't well, stand it. That's the thing. It's, it's like, I don't want to put you at danger. I don't want to put myself at danger. And 
what they wrote is exactly my problem. The fact that they are in their probably twenties, early thirties, they're they're you know they're a young person, and they're forced into being the old guy yelling at a cloud. Because I would. <laughs> because I would do the same. I they wrote scooters are for the road guys. Nothing sounds older, and nothing makes you feel like you have aged than going scooters are for the road boys i know right you need to be a member of congress (laughs) old as hell (laughs) yeah no and i also speak very expressively with my hands so i might express myself out and knock you out on your damn scooter so get that shit on the sidewalk i I just off it off the sidewalk i do this with bikes in new york city because i was told that riding your bike on the sidewalk is actually illegal you can get a ticket for that so i anytime i see a bike on the sidewalk i do the same thing as this person i go it's that you know that's illegal like now i am like I, i literally it's like i'm doing a karen impression you know that's illegal you know you're not allowed to ride your bike on the sidewalk and it's like i don't want to be that person don't force other people into being a thousand years old yeah, I had this one situation where I unlocked my bike mm. on obviously on the sidewalk and I get on it to go into the street. Mm. And this old man came up to me and he stopped me in my bike. He was like, you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. I was like, excuse me. I was I'm literally getting off of the sidewalk right now. He was like, no, you need to walk. You need to get off your bike and you need to walk. it." See, now that I'm not here for because I was like, look, right. old man. I this this young black right. dude came and stopped me because I was about to shove this old man and I'd probably be in jail right now because well, the way he was yelling at me, I was like, what you won't do? Because I am a person who heeds the rules. What you won't do right now. That you know, you bring you bring you bring up a great point because like let's let's give that old guy as much empathy as we possibly can. The most empathetic way to look at this is that old guy is so is like us. He's like he's so sick of people riding on the sidewalks and then what happens is now you become triggered by anyone who is just even because you do have the right to like get on your bike and get going like you gotta start and it's like now you if if you become this person who's writing into the podcast they don't want to be old man river yelling at everyone they don't want to be they want to give it you know but they've seen so many times where they go where they they just see one second of it and they're like get off the sidewalk like and then you're like and you go i'm not the problem Right. I'm not the problem. Right. You're not the problem, Joyelle. And what they're doing, that guy, if we look at it in the most empathetic of ways, if we say he is a saint on earth and he has just been rattled and it's like it's these other people that forced him into this life of 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 um, of uh, like a neurotic lifestyle. He's he's almost looking over his shoulder for, you know, it's almost like it becomes your, you know, I need to see someone on the sidewalk because I need to tell them that they can't do it. And it, we don't know if it was the last person. It's horrible. I, 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 no one wants to be that person. That's the thing. I don't want to be that person. And black people live by the wish factor as Cedric <laughs> the Entertainer famously said. So that old man was living, I wish I would see somebody <laughs> on their bike. And I was like, boo boo, I'm not the one, okay? I will hit you with this bike. It's an e-bike, bitch. That's so funny. Live by the wish factor. Because he's sitting there. I wish I did see someone on there. Let me see it. He's Let ready. See- he, he was ready. ready. He was so yeah. ready. It, it is. It's It's so funny. It's because, and like, here's the thing. None of us want to be that person. None of us want to be the person 
you know, who's yelling at someone and, and it's like, it's, it's the crazies that create crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not following the rules. No right. one wants to be the, you're not following the rules person. I don't want to exactly. be that person, but I also don't want to get hit by a damn scooter. No. While I'm walking down the street. <laughs> That's not fun. J train podcast at gmail.com. Joyelle, thank you so much for coming on. This was fantastic. Thank you for having me. I hope someone's listening on a road trip right now. Right. Drive safely and, um, you know, scoot safely. Hopefully there's no scooters in their way. Um, everyone go follow Joyelle. She's so funny at Joyelle Nicole on Instagram and Twitter and all those things. And the special, it is called Love Joy. It is on Peacock right now. That's right. The same feather used for my nuts. Yes. Is, is also a streaming platform. It's also a streaming platform where you can watch Joyelle's special, which is wonderful, a Critics' Choice nominee. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.